They gonna get mad at me for this one. Is my mic on top? UK, US, turn it up. Beecher Cannon, Governor B, You can turn the cameras on. Turn that mic on, let's go. Go, young man. Good afternoon, good evening. This is Minister Alexander Jones and Apostle Chris Ward bringing you and welcoming you into the Voice of Dominion radio show. We thank you for tuning in, however you're listening to us, either via ktymedia.net or on anchor.fm, which is now owned by Spotify or any other podcast network that you are listening to, the Voice of Dominion radio broadcast the voice dominion broadcast you can get in on any podcast network you can visit our website gamn.life it is safe and secure if you would like to make a donation to our cause we would appreciate it gamn.life you can come and see our church service at durack christian center at durack christian church at 9815 south vermont boulevard los angeles california 90044 every saturday morning 8 to 11 we have the word going every week, and then you can watch those services back. We stream live on YouTube at, from 9.30 to 11 every Saturday on the Voice of Dominion broadcast uh, YouTube channel. And then you can contact us, 424-261-3208 is our phone number. You can call, text that number. You can email us at wardint at hotmail.com. And then if you want to write us a letter... Send it to Ward International P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. For the last few weeks, for the last year, we've actually been ministering on walking in the supernatural power of God. Apostle. Yeah, walking in the supernaturalness of the powerful God. That's another way of saying it. Uh, we've been doing that because it's, um, <coughs> as an apostle and prophet, and those two offices are eminently important. Now, whenever God gets ready to bring a change, good, bad, or indifferent, the apostle and prophet bring the word. They're, the suffering is necessary to even be able to call yourself a prophet or an apostle. Um, you, when you look at Elisha, he sat at that brook for three years and watched all the water dry up and his food source dry up. And then God delivered. Then he had to go to a widow woman who was ready to die and had but a morsel of flour to make. She said, I'm going to make this flour and me and my son going to die. Okay. That's how bad the famine was then. And it's important that in tumultuous times and when you have an issue that is pressing, that you find an apostle or prophet and you seek counsel. Okay. Because they are always going to take you to the word and biblical principles to get it done. And that's why it's, if, you li if you've been listening to the show on a continual basis, you find me saying that most pastors who, are, who do not have a prophetic, who are not in the office of a prophet, because you can have the gifts of the Spirit and, and operate in prophecy, but that's different from being a prophet. That is set aside to handle that office of a prophet. The prophet has the finger of God, and normally when you see him, he's ushering in new circumstances Right away, the apostle is the officiator. He's the ambassador of the new dimension, new authority, new doors, windows, and gates that God has opened, and he becomes the officiator. He sets the guidelines for you to be successful in that. So I have both offices that I operate in, and we've been dealing with the supernatural power of God for over 15 months. I've been ministering on this because 
The prophets always go before the people and tell them what is going to happen. And I'm here to tell you that the world's politics, economics, entertainment, and religious systems are going to change. They're going to change drastically. You're not going to, you know, if you, if you are waiting for them to change before you take action to walk with God, then you're going to be in trouble because the worst time, and I've said this a thousand times, those of you who listen, you can go to YouTube uh, and uh, uh, Voice of Dominion broadcast on YouTube. You'll hear me. We do live one hour to hour and 10 minutes every Saturday morning at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. If you're in the Los Angeles area, every Saturday morning at 830, we start prayer, praise, and worship. And then 930, I'm bringing a word, and I'm dropping it like it's hot. Cause it is hot. I came into this studio, and then all everybody else in the studio doesn't think it's hot. I'm thinking it's hot, man. I turned the air on before this came in, because I'm on fire with this word. But we talking about walking in the supernatural power of God, and and the Spirit of God said to me about three weeks ago. He said, Chris, they can't walk in my power, cause they do not even recognize me as their source. You got to recognize, acknowledge, praise, worship, tithe offer, pray in tongues, go to church, serve, find your ministry, recognizing that God is your source. Somebody said, all of that is necessary. That's what's necessary for you to get there. And that, and how do we do that? You gotta, you gotta be able to recognize the voice of the Holy spirit. See, the Holy spirit carries the full authority and inheritance of Jesus Christ and he is the officiator of the apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists, and the lay people or ordinary Christians, people, religious Christians who go to church and go home and go to church and come home and have and do none of the things that I just mentioned, okay, which is pray, meditate the word, study the word, pray in tongues, give an acceptable t- give your tithe and an acceptable offering before the Lord. And to pray in the spirit daily to inquire of the Lord, what is it you would have me to do next? See, all that's necessary. That is the inherited life. That's the life that Jesus lived. That's the life that the apostles live. And I'm going to show you in Acts chapter 27 when we get there, um, when Paul on his missionary trip, he had, he had gotten himself in trouble and they was trying to condemn him to death just like they did Jesus. And he appealed. He was a Roman citizen and he appealed to Caesar which was a a fortnight away from where he was at. And, you know, I look at all them ships and how he changed boats and all that stuff. Guess what? It it must have been a distance. But right in the middle of it, he ran into some trouble. And we're going to look at it. If we don't get to it this show, you stay tuned in. You need to set your alarm on your phone. Okay? Set your alarm on your phone. Or you can go to Anchor. Uh, fm.com slash voice of dominion slash forward slash voice of dominion and you'll be able to hear the progression of these shows because I'm giving a lot of knowledge. I spend hours of going through scriptures and you know normally what happens what happened this morning the Lord loaded me with, with Romans chapter 8. He said I want you to start with that. And it's so apropos because it, it says here Romans 8, 1, it says, There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ, which are in the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of Jesus Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now, right there, 
I can preach that for about eight, ten weeks in one hour, not 30 minutes like the show, because that is so powerful. And, I, and as I was meditating this word and thinking about it, I looked up the word condemnation. It means an adverse sentence. The verdict of condemnation. Okay, condemnation is not good. You've been condemned to death. God, he came here. Let's look at the next verse. The next verse says, For the law of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. See, the law had penalties in it. You did what was right. You got a blessing. You didn't do what was right. You got a, the curse came on you. God would actively allow and remove all protections. That curse would come on you, and eventually you wasn't going to make it. So you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of the sinful flesh and for sin, condemn sin in the flesh. So your sins is already forgiven. But let's look at this condemnation thing that, that takes us out of this. You know, we have so many voices with social media, when you look at politics, it's just, you know, they're trying to impeach the president, and it's all a bit, they can't impeach him. I was listening to a very wise spiritual leader yesterday, and he he gave common commentary on the whole situation. It only takes one vote to stop the whole thing. The Republicans have to raise up and decide, because they can't, the, 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 the Congress can't do it without the, without the Senate. They have majority, but guess what? If the Senate raises up, the Republican senators raise up and say, enough of this mess. And all it is is distract you from the fact that Donald Trump is president and they don't want him to be president. They don't want him to get reelected. The Democratic National Convention has no money and he has close to 100, over 100 million. Last time I looked, it was 100, over $100 million for his reelection campaign. And trust me, People do not elect elected officials. Money elects elected officials. Okay? Why? Because you can take control of the minds of people through media. So you have politics. You have economics. You have religion, which is man-made tradition. That ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. <coughs> man-made tradition is I go to church. You got people going to, to ch the church of the devil. Watched a football game last night and and shoot, a cat ran on the black cat ran on the field and he stood on the Giants insignia in the end zone and they didn't get back there after that. And they was talking about, oh, the cat to change his change the fortune. See, that's superstition. <laughs> How stupid can you be? It ain't got nothing to do with it. It's got to do with you playing football. And if you tackle and run and hit like you're supposed to and do your assignments and have a good game plan, you'll win. The cat ain't got nothing to do with it. The cat ain't tackling nobody. The cat ain't throwing nobody, <laughs> throwing no balls. But the condemnation is an adverse sentence that comes from the voice of the devil to condemn you. See, before there can be a verdict, there has to be a voice speaking. Uh, stick your finger right there, and let's go to... Uh, I want to go to 2 Corinthians... 
13. Uh, is that where I want to go? Lord, help me, Jesus. I didn't pull this one up. I was busy looking at Romans. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 13. I'm taking a shot at it. Help me, Holy Spirit. I'm trying to be obedient to what you said. Oh, I know where it's at. 2 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 14. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. You're so good. You're so good. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. And we're going to read in verse 6. We're going to pick it up. It says, now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues. Now, praying in tongues is, is, is especially important to recognizing that Jesus is your source, that God is your source, and that the Holy Spirit, the triunal God is your source. Why is that? The Bible tells us that praying in tongues builds up your most holy faith. And you can't hear the voice of the Lord unless your faith is one you as you uh, act of your will out of your soul. You say, listen, I'm going to learn to hear Jesus through the Holy Spirit when he speaks to me. Jesus said, my sheep shall know my voice mm -hmm. and no other will they follow. See, but you got 99% of people on the face of the earth following other voices, especially with social media and all the electronic news blurbs that's coming out and all this stuff. You're getting your spirit gets clogged with all this sin, sickness, and death they want to do. And the other thing is they want you to, to, to march at their rhythm. Everything you do on your computer, and if you got a phone, they know where you at. They know who you called. They know everything. There's no way to get around it. They can track you. You say, well, I turn my tracker off. You, you don't think if you all of a sudden you become a murder suspect that because your tracker, your GPS is turned off, that they're not going to find you. If your phone is on, they're going to find you. They got they already got the system set up to get around that. And you think you you hide now. You ain't hiding now. If your phone is on, they're going to find you. GPS on or not, okay? And they track everything you do on your phone, talk, text, web, on your iPad or, 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 or pads that we have, the mini computers, or a laptop or desktop. Every time you touch a keystroke, they are tracking you so that they can bring you into a place where they can control how you think. It is the condemnation of the devil because he wants you to listen to him and through all these different voices. How do you tell what's God and what's not? Now, the number one way you get to walking in the spirit and you when you first break into a place where you start doing what you need to do and you start crying out to the Lord and loosen your faith to be able to walk in a place where you hear the spirit of God is when you ask him something. Like yesterday, I you know, I do this frequently because I want to stay on track. I want to stay on the righteous path. I ask the Lord to say, what's next for me? I feel like I'm stuck sometimes. I'm doing good work. People getting saved every week. God is paying for the ministry and allowing me to do some of the stuff that I want to do. And I have a I have a good staff around me. I have the seven people around, six or seven people around me to help me with everything. And for where we're at now, his grace is sufficient. But I have a vision of a billion millennial souls getting saved and healed and delivered and drawing them, mentoring them into full time to, to use all those forces, politics, economics, social media, and entertainment 
and religion to draw them into the spiritual kingdom life and for them to be full-time ministers. That's a big vision because the millennials are electronic. Most of them ain't going to no church. And when they go, it's, it's a passing thing. You have to have something you doing there that's going to attract them. Okay. He says here, now, brethren, verse, I'm in First uh, Corinthians 14, 6. If I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you? Except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophecy or by doctrine. Now, praying in tongues allows you to build up your faith where you can hear the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit going to take you to revelation, knowledge, and he going to prophesy to you. I asked him, I said, well, what's my next step? What do I need to be doing now? He said, finish writing your second book, Chris. Duh. <laughs> I'm looking for him to say, I want you to go over here to the largest building that you see. And while you're believing for a billion people, I want you to walk around it seven times and get you a trumpet. Get You, you have a ram's horn. I want you to blow that ram's horn. And I want you to declare that it's going to, the souls is going to be healed up with the millennials. And they're all, all 28,000, 30,000 of them who come are going to commit to go into full-time ministry. And in one year, you're going to have 500,000 new ministers walking in the spirit. Duh. The Holy Spirit said, finish writing your book. He said, the book that you're writing now is going to show them it'll be an instruction manual. How do you, it's called the three seeds of faith, how to use the three seeds of faith, your time, your money, and your words to walk wholly into the purpose for which you was created, discover your gifts, talents, and abilities, and then the, how to turn them over to God to be used to bring souls into the kingdom. He said, finish writing your book. Now, I've been adding blurbs and ideas and different stuff that, that where I get stimulated because I got, you know, I got ministries from all over the world sending me daily words and all that. I do that so it keeps my focus on spiritual things. He said, finish writing your book. He said, I, you know, your time to be Joshua is coming. But right now, it's time for you to sit still, be quiet, listen to the Holy Spirit, and let me help you write this book. Let me finish you this book. So I'm on a mandate to finish before January 1. And right now, I got about, mm, I might have close to 100 pages That's of good. ideas, but they're not organized. They're all over the place, and I got to <laughs> go through and read them and organize and all that. So, but guess what? That's what the Lord wants me to do. He knows what's going to happen. See, so he gave me revelation. He gave me knowledge and he prophesied to me that this book is going to be a handbook to show the millennials something they can hold on to and read and show them how to walk into full time ministry. It said, and even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds. How shall it be known what is piped and what is harp? How are you going to know the Holy Spirit when he speak to you? For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself for the battle? Now, I'm a, this voice is a horn. It's a horn to the body. To the body, this is a horn be, to tell them that there's a war coming for your faith. Two, that's one of the second reasons that they blew the, 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 the shofar was to gather everybody together. And I'm, I'm, this voice is a, is, a, is a shofar horn that's saying, come together with the Lord. The man of God want to see you. He want to help you. 
It says, so likewise, verse 9, ye accept ye utter by the tongue words, easy to understand. How shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. Now watch this. There are, it may be so many kinds of voices. I mean, verse 10, in the world, not in the kingdom, in the world. And none of them is without signification. Every time a voice speaks, either verbally or condemnation, a thought comes to you, and that is demonic spirits at the direction of the devil are speaking to you, and 99, the devil coming to kill, steal, and destroy, and these things come. And if you don't cast down, the Bible says casting down every imagination, taking every imagination, every thought that comes to you, that kills, steals, and destroys, that condemns you. You know, I have things I'm still working on in my life. I, you know, I, I hate to say it because my minister's over here. I want them all to think I'm perfect. <laughs> and that I don't make no mistakes. But you can get to a place where when you make mistakes, they're not going to really know it because you, the, the Holy Spirit and the cloud of the glory and the voice of the Lord in you covers you. It says there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. So the devil's voice will always kill, steal, and destroy. How do you know that you're hearing from the Holy Spirit? Because it's, it blesses. It gives you peace. It gives you rest. Because when he told me, right, just, just finish writing your book, I was like, man, I can do that. Shoot, I thought you were calling me to... Because I asked him how to reach the, 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 the one billion millennials. When, how do we get that started? He said, write the book. God is always going to give you a next step. And if you take the next step by faith, you'll be prepared for the time when the great glory of God will come operate through you. And every Christian on the face of the earth is called to walk in the supernatural power of God. It's eight and a half billion people. Who going to minister to them? What verifiable signs, miracles, and one is following? Okay, now let's go back to Romans chapter 8 where we was at, man. Let's get back in there. Romans chapter 8. And I'm flipping through my thing here and it ain't doing what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to get on in there. Oh, Lord Jesus. There it is. I went past it. Okay, Romans chapter 8. And what verse did we leave off at, Alex? Two. Okay. Read verse 3 for me. We'll read verse 2 over again. <coughs> For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. Okay, that's what I just described to you. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. In Christ. Inside the burden removing, yoke destroying, power God. Keep going. Read it again. For the law of the spirit of life in oh, Christ Lord, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear smack in the middle of the way this boy is sitting here yawning in the middle of my show. What's wrong with you, man? Come on. Have made me free from the law of sin and death. Have made you free. You're free from all that. You're free from all the condemnation. You're free from when you don't miss it on days when I don't do anything to write my my book. And, and the devil's sitting there telling me, you ain't going to never finish this book. Just let that go. You don't need that. And I know that the Holy Spirit told me to do it. 
when I get wake up the next day, I'm not sitting around condemning myself saying, oh, Lord, I didn't get it. And you know, because the devil do this. You know all that stuff you got to do? Okay, you got to do this. You got to do that. Trying to get me all up in the, all up in the air to, one, to forget what he told me to do yesterday, and two, to get me off track for the day. It's condemnation. Every don't, everything the devil tell you don't have nothing to do with you. You're going to die today because a black cat is going to run across your path and you ain't going to make it. Sometimes he's trying to get your mind off of what you need to do, what the Lord told you to do. It's still condemnation because it all brings death in the end. Uh-huh. It all slows up kingdom progress and kingdom work that needs to be done. If it's not death for you, it'll be death for somebody else because he's trying to get your life ready to bring other people into Christ and to give you an acceptable power pack spirit filled witness so that those who have been duped by the supernatural, they got all these things. Now they got these games with this, with these visors and they fighting stuff. They in the middle of the room swinging back and forth. They got all these murdering games and all these video games. And so the, the world, and plus all the programming now, all of it is filled with, with witchcraft, supernatural this and powerful that and Wonder Woman and Superman and, and all these other demons that's in, in Black Lightning and all this stuff then popped up. So they are cursed with the world supernatural, which dulls their faith and their acknowledgement of Christ as the real supernatural being. So we got to have it. And it, there's going to be no other way to do it. Okay, read verse three for me. For what the law could not do in that it was sleek, weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. He condemned sin. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. That's your sin and my sin. That's the sin of the world. That's the sin of everybody who did. That's the sin of everybody who hid. And that's the sin. And if you activated it by faith, you ain't got to worry about it. Go ahead. Read verse 4. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So you got to have you got to have a spiritually centered life. Go ahead. For they are not after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit mind the things of the spirit. For okay. Okay, go ahead. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It's life and peace. Spiritually minded. Where's your mind? Your mind is part of your soul. Your conscious and your subconscious mind, your emotions, your will, your imagination, and your desires, okay, are in your soul. Your your spirit is already as saved as this ever going to be. Jesus ain't giving you nothing else, but you're going to have to tame this soul and bring it. And I pray that almost on a daily basis that my soul will walk in unison and walk in communion and walk in rhythm with the Holy Spirit. So that may, and now those two must dominate the flesh. I'm doing some therapy and stuff and trying to get my body, um, Right, I had some issues with my body after playing football all them years, and and I needed some some wisdom. And I have some some physical therapists that gave me wisdom. They studied kinesiology and how to put the body together, and they helping me. So God gave God gave me wisdom. Verse eight says, "So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, and you're not gonna hear the the Holy Spirit is talking to you all along, but you're not hearing Him because 
Your spirit is jammed with all that condemnation and all them stories and all this stuff, and blah, 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 that all four of them realms, the politics, the economics, the religion, and social media, which is a monster gone somewhere. It's a, you know, they used to have a, a, a program called, uh, what was it called? Uh, they used to have a monster called Gitra. Gitra had multiple heads, multiple mouths, all of them roaring at the same, rawr, 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 25 of them. On one body. Guess what? And that's what social media is. It's roaring mouths on a beast. Mm -hmm. And they setting it. They Listen, they are setting it up for the beast to be relieved. To be released. It says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if so, that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of the sin, because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. We're at the close. I want you to self-evaluate yourself. I want you to get to a still, small, quiet place, and you ask the Holy Spirit what you need to do. Ask him to make his voice plain to you, because without that, you cannot be and will not hear or see God as your source. Take us out real quick. Give me, give me, give me that off the call. Alex, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer to me. Say, Dear God, I believe that you died for, on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Live inside of me. Be Lord of my life, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Call me at 424-261-3208, or you can email me at wardint at hotmail.com. We love you with the love of the Lord. This is the Apostle. Stay up! Stand up and say